Welcome to the Modern Poetry and Translation podcast. In this episode, we hear from Erin Murray on the recent online translation workshop with the poet Chus Pato on the poem Sonora, a work in progress. Of the nearly 30 translations we received, Erin has chosen her favourite to feature in this podcast, and we're pleased to welcome Lydia McConnon reading in English, as well as the poet Chus Pato reading the original in Galician. Thanks to everyone who sent in their version of this poem, and listen on for Erin's notes on the workshop, and find out what she was looking for in the English translation. Hi, it's Erin uh, Moray here, and... Uh just want to, first of all, to thank everybody who submitted to translations, who tried translations of Choose Pato's poem on the um, MPT uh, poetry workshop online. It was really great reading everybody's entries and, and uh, what a great variety and what great minds at work in the poem and in translation. So um, what a pleasure to uh, be part of this project. I My job today is to come back with one poem, to choose one poem. And I think it was a pretty close... Uh, Hi, but I did choose one, and I also have uh, a third poem that strayed further, but it's a beautiful version. And um, Turkish poet and translator Alev Ersan in Istanbul read the Turkish version for me because one of the submissions was in Turkish, and she shared her comments, and we had a rewritten conversation. So after reading all the poems and reading chooses in between and checking for resonances, I came up with six markers that I would look for to distinguish the 11 poems uh, in the end that I liked best. One, the phrase, the laws of discourse had to be there, or the rules of discourse, but for sure, discourse had to be there, as it's a Foucauldian reference, Michel Foucault. And the second one was that magnetic had to modify blue in reference to the Kingfisher because I've seen a kingfisher. Thirdly, the line about thinking had to be clear as well, as it too is a philosophical reference, hearkening to Descartes, but also earlier. In my uh, quick and dirty version of the poem in English, it was, uh, that's why we think. But it could be that's the reason why we think, or something like that. But we need that idea of why we think in there. The fourth thing I looked for was the phrase, our life is an image. Um, that had to be there directly, the equation between life and image. And image is a critical word here in uh, the Pato poem, so it can't be another word. And fifth, those voids, they had to spin in Adam's mouth. And sixth, the open ending on the poem, uh, we can, had to be present. And Alev added a seventh one as well. She pointed out the landing bird actually has to part the waters. So with all of those in mind, I looked at my 11 favorite poems and I've selected as uh, my favorite one, poem number five, uh, Resonant, A Wave in Progress by Lydia McConnon. She changed the form from one long poem into separated tercets, but her poem best holds those six or seven necessities. And also to me, it resonates with the rhythm of the Pato work instead of with the translator's own rhythms, which is fine, but... Uh, we want to try and create an experience or a soundscape that's that's similar to the original. I also liked, um, curiously, that Lydia chose to translate the Spanish of Vallejo inside the poem in Galician. And that's a valid choice to translate it, as the Spanish would be clear to a Galician reader, because Galician speaks Spanish, but Spanish is not as clear to the average English reader. Perhaps in the southern U.S. it would be, but not to everyone else. 
So that was, thank you, uh, Lydia, for your version, uh, which you, everybody can hear as poem number five. Poem 22 was a very close second, though, Sonora Threes, a version by Anne Macaulay. There were a couple of spots where the register jarred for me, but overall it's a wonderful translation. Anne chose to leave the Vallejo in Spanish, which is fine, though. And I would like to mention a third poem, one that strayed pretty much above all from Pato's rhythms and missed one or two of my key points, was... Uh, was translation number six, A Pyramid for My Mother by Martin Crucifix. I can definitely tell that uh, Martin is a poet. It's a slightly altered his poem, but it's still a gorgeous version, and it's a wonderful poem in English. And the Turkish version? Alev Ersan pipes up and looks, looking at my skinny version for clues, and I share because her thoughts are useful for all translators, even me. She said the poem is both narrative the Pado poem, but also seems to want to function in clusters that spill to and fro in terms of grammatical syntax. I feel a strategy that the Turkish translator used was to focus on each line and deliver that, which at times either makes for abrupt and very literal meaning, and this can happen in the middle of an image delivered over three lines, and or entirely new organization of meaning. In other words, um, I guess... Uh, Alev is saying that the clusters were lost a bit or unwieldy when translated as a single line at a time. So identifying how the poem functions in terms of its form, in terms of the clusters, is important. And perhaps that brings us back to um, the choices of Lydia to use tercets to uh, translate the poem. And again, thank you for everyone who sent in translations, and in particular to the person who sent in the Turkish version. And thanks to um, everybody, I enjoyed all the versions, and uh, Chus did, uh, doesn't speak English, but she's happy with my report, that's for sure. Thank you very much. And now you can hear the poem read in the original Galician by poet Chus Pato, followed by Lydia McConnon's English translation. No mes de octubre comprobei a vibración insuperable das as de un colibrí. Na raya, entre novembro e decembro, cruzou-se menos ollo o azul magnético do martiño peixeiro, o antergo alción dos gregos. E ainda tiven a fortuna de sentir como partía as augas do regato a maior das velocidades. Onte observei unha curuxe alzando-o desde unha das árbores próximas, se cadra unha vidueira. Boaba como un tule de majestade e algo tímida. A sensación foi estar en presenza da Afrodita. Ao alisar unha saba para pasarlle o ferro, souben que toda nosa vida, desde o verce a cova, transcorre en volta en lenzos. Cando o alento é o derradeiro e se expande no éter, as teas boan o seu redor, acompañannon na súa marcha e absolución. Por esta razón, podemos pensar. Vallejo escribió un poema no que fala das pirámides, tres, tres, tres. Nel non hay comparecencia de aves. Lemos, es el tiempo este anuncio de gran zapatería, de la muerte hacia la muerte, o pasar a página. El tiempo tiene un miedo cien pies a los relojes. 
O ceu que nos cubre cando estamos na presença dunha deusa e asistimos ao alzarse da curusa e callado de estrelas. Contemplámolo con retardo. 3. A serpe apréndanos a mudar de pel. 3. A serpe apréndenos que morder unha mazá e comprender as leis do discurso. 3. Adán conhecía os signos. Na súa boca siraban baleiros como sira en bucle o tempo. A nosa vida é unha imase. O bo branco eliseiro, as tebras mestas. Medimos a potencia da noite. Por esta causa podemos. Resonant, a wave in progress. In the month of October, I felt the unrivaled vibration of a hummingbird's wings. On the November-December border, we met. My eyes and the magnetic blue of the kingfisher, salt offspring, ancestor of the Greeks, and I was even lucky enough to witness how it parted the creek water, skimming at the swiftest of speeds. Yesterday, I watched the barn owl rise and fly out of one of the nearest trees. It may have been a bat. It flew with the splendor of tulle and a little shyness. It felt like being in Aphrodite's presence. While I was spreading a bedsheet to put under the iron, I realized that all our life, from the cradle to the grave, rolls on wrapped in linens. When our breath, the last, blows out into the ether, our pieces of cloth billow around it. They follow as it departs and dissolves. Because of this, we can think. Vallejo wrote a poem where he speaks of pyramids. Three, three, three. No appearance of bads here. We read, Time is this announcement of the great shoemakers from death towards death. And when we turn the page, time has a centipede fear of scuttling what chance, the sky mantle, that fails us. When we are in the presence of a goddess and we watch, as the barn owl flies up to find it's thick with stars, we take their delayed light in. Three, the serpent shows us how to shed our skins. Three, the serpent shows us that to bite into an apple is to see the laws of discourse. Three, Adam knew the signs. In his mouth they kept spinning, chasms empty as time spins in a loop. Our life is an image. Flight, clear and light, darkness heavy with Maya, we measure out the light's power. Because of this, we can. Thank you for listening to the Modern Poetry in Translation podcast. To find out more, visit www.modernpoetryintranslation.com.